Okay, gentlemen, you're listening to the One Man Empire Microcast, a daily declaration for those men looking for the raw truth about what it takes to make more, provide more, and be more. Your host is Charlie Hutton, so sit back, relax, and let's punch this day square in the mouth. guys so today i am super super excited because we are joined by one of my favorite people in the whole wide world he's one of our one man empire fellowship members he's an absolute legend uh, and today with us we've got matt harmsworth uh, so matt runs matt i'm not gonna not gonna steal your thunder my friend talk us through uh, what it is that you run what you do you're up in the highlands up in inverness let's hear all about it mate give us a give us a rundown of the business and what you do at your your end yeah, cool. So uh, what we do is we were one of the very first drone companies in the UK to uh, get up about five or six years ago. And what we do is we provide breathtaking aerial shots for production companies uh, who are looking to shoot up in the Scottish Highlands. We do go all over the world as well, but predominantly we're based up in the Highlands and we do everything from corporate videos through to uh, dramas, music commercials um, and feature films as well. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, so the business grew off the back of the creative sector um, so we're about 60-70% creative the rest is survey and inspection um, three members of staff um, got my uh, special projects director Paul who is currently in the Maldives the Git absolutely and yeah we're looking well we're looking to go to Sierra Leone um, in a few weeks time so yeah we'll wait and see whether that happens uh, not too sure about that one. Um, and then uh, we've got Jill, who's my PA, who mans the office. And then we use um, subcontract pilots as and, as and when we need them. But all the creative work is done with um, myself and uh, a subcontract pilot called Richard. Um, and uh, we do all the high-end creative stuff because the people forget that. It's not all about the drone. It's about the relationship between the pilot and the camera operator. Um, if you really want to nail the director's vision, then you've got to be able to communicate properly. So... Um, so that's kind of where we are now. So talk, talk me through that, Matt, like in terms of like everything we talk about here, like the whole one man empire principle and all that sort of thing. So with, with Jill as a PA and going through the subcontract, I mean, talk, talk me through how much, how much that helps you and why you went sort of like, let's call it the PA or the subcontractor route rather than just being like, right, fuck it. I'm just going to take on full-time employees and make that work. What, what was your, uh, what was your thought process behind that and what sort of impact has it had? Well, the, the, the big one for me, before we got involved with, with working with yourself and the One Man Empire, um, I was, I was laser-focused on growth beyond everything else and removing myself from the business um, to let other people do the work underneath me, whereas uh, now I think I've probably I've changed that focus ever so slightly. Um, the, uh, the idea of, of using subcontractors is that obviously we can just pick them up and put them down as and when we need them. Um, we've got a pool of subcontractors that go through quite a, a complex subcontractor approval process for both sides. Oh, of the nice. Um, and uh, that's something that you helped us put in, put in place, and that's pre pretty much automated now. Um, so that's, that's kind of why I went down that road. I didn't want the overheads of, of, of loads of staff, um, and we wouldn't be able to sustain them. Uh, yeah. really because it is particularly the creative business um which i say is 60 70 percent of what we do uh is is a bit like a roller coaster yeah um, in terms of when the projects come in so uh there's no way that we could kind of level that out really um with having full-time staff so 
Well, I guess the, the same side of thing as well, though, Matt. Do you, do you find that, that that gives you more control in terms of being like, actually, rather than having to, to think you've got specific mouths to feed, you've got the flexibility and all that sort of stuff, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the, the, the most important thing I ever did, and it happened during Transformers, actually, was bringing Jill, my PA, on board um, because that just frees me up from an awful lot of the uh the drudgery of sending out <laughs> of, well a doing bookkeeping but also sending out um fee proposals and all that kind of yeah. stuff i can just i can just delegate that to her and, and and let that get done so she's she's worth her weight in gold um and uh yeah she's not asked for a pay rise but she did ask for a mobile phone uh, <laughs> so we've got another one of your fellowship members who i won't mention but it's uh, it was one of his colleagues that came up um an accountancy colleague and uh yeah has, has, conv- has convinced her that she um that she needs a phone on the business so <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to have words with mr st when i see him <laughs> so talk me through in terms of jill there max i know what it's like and i know what it's like for uh it's, it's sometimes like it's a male trait isn't it in terms of being like fuck in terms of making that step and thinking that you need to control everything yourself and actually then being actually someone else can do this thing just as well as i can i just need to make that sort of thing happen did, did you find there was trouble with that was there any um mental things that you need to break through to make that work or were you were you okay with making that that transition and that switch yeah, I mean, one of my one of my biggest problems. This is the second or third business that I've had, and um, I guess all of us as as business owners tend to follow what we think is the right thing to do. So we'll throw ourselves into uh, into the business. It becomes our absolute um, our, our our baby, our absolute life, our absolute soul gets thrown into it, um, and actually everything else suffers. Um, and uh, I realised about um, a year, eighteen months ago, that um, there was no way that I could continue to do absolutely everything because you do believe that you can do it better than anybody else and in some cases that's right but really you just need to spend the time and train the right person and then they're just as capable as you are and there's no way of scaling your business unless you start to uh, start to trust other people um, or start to rely on uh, automation to take some of the drudgery away Um, and Jill has actually been integrated into some of that automation now so she she manages that um, is on the receiving end of, of the flow of some of those automations um, so yeah, it was initially, it, uh, initially it was challenging. Um, but, uh, yeah, now it's, it's fine. I just leave it to get on with it. Oh, Matt, that's awesome. In fact, I was going to come on to automation because out of all the members that we've got, that we've got here, when we talk about automations all the time, you're probably one of the ones that's just been like, fuck it. I'm going to try to automate as much as I can. Um, so, so talk us through Matt. So since you've had, what, we're probably on nine to 12 months inside the fellowship now would be the, the automation sort of like the, the biggest thing that you think you've implemented. What, what sort of difference has that had? And, and talk us through some of the things that you've, you've put in place that are now like fully automated <laughs> and, and all that sort of stuff. Give us, give us the lowdown on that side of things. So um, uh, aut- one of the biggest problems I had, and I, and I still do, to be honest, I spend, a, I spend an awful lot of time on the road, um, whether that is uh, traveling, traveling around, managing the survey inspection side of the business, or just being out of cons on, on creative projects. And <coughs> one, of the, uh, one of the things that I was keen to implement straight away was the automations. So the first thing that we did was put the um, new contact form onto our uh, website. So that feeds into Active Campaign and drops people into an automation there, which hand holds them right the way through. And what that meant for me was that when I'm out on the road, if I see a new inquiry come through on my phone, yeah. I know that they're going to get handheld for at least. <coughs> 
four or five hours yeah. there's enough of a there's a there's enough of a um there's enough of personalization in that contact to to, to kind of hold that prospect over because otherwise if you miss if you miss that email or you miss that call um that job is is generally yeah. gone in the, in the creative space so that's been massive um we've then gone on to create automations for um health and safety documents new inquiries um, all sorts of things, free guides, all kinds of stuff, um, and that's been mirrored not only on the creative side of the business, but also on the on the survey inspection side as well. So I think we've got something like I don't know, fifteen, twenty automations running. Hell, man. Like and, that now. And, uh, and if, how how much time do you think those automations? Are, like, like if you were to be like, if I was to get like someone on board to do these automations, I mean, how how many how many hours do you think those things are saving you? How much? Is it? Are we talking employees? Are we talking multiple hours a week? What do you think that sort of looks I, like? I, I think you. I, yeah, I mean, I think you're probably talking sort of fifty percent of Jill's time. So probably a day a week. Fucking hell. Um, I think there's a day a week so, solved with that definitely because what particularly with ones like our health and safety um, uh, automation, which um, without giving all the secrets away, <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, the beauty of that is what tends to happen is we'll, we'll get um, a production assistant will phone up and, and, and book us. Uh, and then on the run up to the shoot, loads of other people come out of the woodwork and start to get super excited because there's a drone going to be flying around on a, on a film location. Um, and that can be anybody from uh, that can be all sorts of stakeholders from local authorities to film commissions to, um, um, the director themselves and they want to see our insurance and our, um, what's called a, per- a permission for commercial operation. Yeah. Loads of other bits and bobs and, and we go over and above pretty much any other drone company in terms of the amount of health and safety documentation that we give to the client anyway. And what happens is all these individual stakeholders are phoning you, sending you emails, yeah. have you got this, have you got that? And even some of our long-term uh, clients as well that we do construction monitoring jobs for every two weeks, they'll be, right, well, can we see your insurance? It's like, yeah. well, it's on the link I sent you three months ago. <laughs> um, so that that is a massive time saver. That automation is... Is, is probably one of the best um, and we've also got automations for uh, onboarding new clients as well so we try and get them signed up to um, to pay by standing order it doesn't always work but yeah. if it does then uh, it's yeah I mean we got paid two weeks in advance of a um, uh, for a job that we did a couple of days ago something like that which that's is amazing great, you know um, and it also the, the, the real sweetener there is that we can offer the client a bit of a discount if they go through that process as well um, and everybody loves the discount. Yeah, well, so we, we've got this to a place now then, Matt, where, where everyone, I'm guessing, when they, we're interacting, they're getting a complete consistent experience, whether you're on the road, whether you're in the Maldives, whether you're doing whatever it might be without you really having to lift a finger and make that happen. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd like, to think, I'd like to think they are, yes. Um, and there's always going to be exceptions. To of course. The yeah, pretty much. Every, every client goes through the same process. Now, whether they choose to click that link and give feedback, yeah. Or, you know, whether they choose to download the health and safety documents or follow all the different links, then, you know, ultimately you can't force them to do that. Um, but at least they are having that consistent, yeah. that consistent experience. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, it works really well. Automations have been great for us. That's all. And just, just to sort of like clarify here, Matt, when we're talking about automations, as far as the customer or the client or the end prospect's concerned, they literally think you're sat down there writing these things and you're the most efficient person in the world. Is that right? They, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, they've been written by you. 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they're all they're all pretty personalised, and 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 to be honest, I've just started now going back through them because I've been thinking, oh bollocks, no, that's not right. Um, that, <laughs> that, that needs a slight change. Um, there are some automations running that I've completely forgotten about, um, yeah. and, and occasionally you'll get an email out of the blue. Um, there's uh, some slight language changes and things yeah. like that, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the big one. I would guess most small business owners um, or any business owner, when that initial inquiry comes in. Um, you know, they've got to physically deal with it themselves or somebody within the yeah. team has got to deal with it. And the fact that those initial stages are dealt with by the automation is, is fantastic. And I've been in scenarios where people have phoned the office and said, oh, I've just got your email <laughs> and, and I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> quickly, quickly log in and find out what's going on. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a massive time saver. Um, it definitely brings consistency to the experience. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we kind of know where we are with it as well. Um, it's not all sunshine and flowers. There are a few little things that yeah. need, that need. Um, there's always going to be people that drop through the net. But yeah, it's been a massive time saver. It really has. And what I'm really interested in, Matt, you mentioned at the start there in terms of like allocating stuff for Jill to do. Because I think when, when we talk about automations as well, first of all, people don't necessarily understand that the, the customer thinks that you're doing this real. And the second thing is everyone thinks it's customer focused. So talk, talk, talk me through how you've, you've got some automations in place so that you're not necessarily having to dedicate stuff to the, or delegate stuff to the member of the team. So that's sort of like happening automatically as well. Like, well just, just a quick example yeah. on that one, I suppose. Yeah, so uh, one of the, one of the um, really useful things of the automations is um, at the various different stages that it goes through, it will notify particular people in the, in the team. So it, beca- it becomes essentially a set of standard operating procedures. Um, so as the client moves through that automated process, there are various different emails going out at various different points to certain team members to prepare kit for this job or to invoice them or to send them this, to send them that. Um, and that's been really useful to us. That's fucking awesome, man. Because I know, I know that's a big thing sometimes in terms when when people bring people on and they're they're like, oh, I just haven't got the time to to allocate the stuff or whatever it might be. And again, in terms of consistency and taking back control, the onus is then on you as the business owner. And you're like, fuck, if, if only I could have the time to do that. By but by having that system in place, that's that's cool, man. That's that's really really cool, man. And um, I love that. So in in terms of um, in terms of sort of like everything that you've been going on there, what, what do you think is like the, the biggest impact that's happened to the business in sort of like, let's say the, the last 12, 24 months, where, where, where have you seen the, the, the biggest change and the biggest, uh, biggest difference? I think, I, th- I think the biggest, uh, the biggest change actually has been because of the support of the other members and yourself and Emma is a much more, a much more positive outlook from me um, I tend to go at things with a little bit more gumption than I would have done before, <laughs> perhaps. Um, and knowing that the systems and processes are in place. So we have, you know, the last nine or 10 months, we've been putting all the processes in place and testing it. And a byproduct of that has been learning that, that um, uh, learning a lot more about the market, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, and that's been able, uh, that's enabled me to um, really kind of laser focus our, our approach to uh, to marketing to our ideal client, um, and I've got a very very clear idea of exactly how much business is out there now and where it's coming from. Whereas before, I wouldn't have had an idea. Yeah. I would have just thrown money in various different directions, whether that's Google AdWords, Facebook, boosting posts, whatever. Um, and uh, I think that the, the 
the clarity and the systemization that has, that has come from the fellowship has been incredible. But yeah, by far, um, I know others have said it before, but yeah, my, my favorite day of the week is, is when we all get a uh, favorite day of the month is when we all get together, um, at the think tank. And, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the, you know, that book that came up the other day, um, all that kind of good stuff, you know, you just, I wouldn't find that anywhere else. And I've yeah. become, I've become, I've become a lot more strategic in my thinking. Okay. I, would have, I would have never have picked up books like that before. Yeah. I would have been researching what was the next latest and greatest drone. Whereas, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's not about that. You've got to get, you've got to get the funnel in place to get these, uh, to get these people coming into yeah. the business. Um, so yeah, just the support, I think more than I couldn't pin one particular thing. Um, the automation has been really good for us, but um, yeah, just I say the support more than anything else and just being able to pick up the phone to yourself or Emma. That, that's cool. And I, I think, I mean, we talk about association side of things here and I think sometimes you can forget about that, can't you? You can be running the business and it doesn't matter whether it's you, just you, whether you've got like a couple of guys that are working with you, whether you've got 20, 30, 40 employees like some of the members have got here, but it can still be like a real lonely place, isn't it? In terms Absolutely. of people not understanding whether that's people at home, whether that's other people, everyone seems to have that that hidden agenda that when you're trying to talk to them, you're like, well, I don't think I'm necessarily getting the, uh, getting the honest advice here that, that I would possibly have, which is, uh, which is really, really cool. So what, what I'm also interested in there, Matt, in terms of that, that association and that interaction with sort of like other members as part of the fellowship, um, t- talk me through, I mean, how, how did you find before coming to this in terms of like getting shit done? Um, I know I'm always dead guilty of it. I, I tend to let myself off the hook very, very easily. So I, I'm a big believer in that association to sometimes to hold yourself to higher standards and uh, making sure that you get the stuff done have, have you found that you, you've got traction from it from that side of things as well and and talk us through that yeah so in terms of accountability um i think yes definitely um having having a network of of peers that are in exactly the same position as yourself i think that's 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 been really useful um i the thing is with me, I tend to very much, you know, when, when we get the 90 day plan and all that stuff's on there, I'm like, right, I'm going to do all of that tomorrow. <laughs> and, and, and generally that does work. <laughs> generally that does work, but not, but not always. But yeah, having, having that um, sort of metaphorical kick up the arse from other people that are in exactly the same uh, position. And I think the other really powerful thing is being able to talk completely openly yeah. about pretty much everything knowing that a you're not going to get judged and b that person isn't going to potentially try and steal business off you yeah uh, so that's that's been enormously helpful definitely that that's fantastic matt and in in terms of um, i'm conscious that we've uh we've you've, you are you've got sort of like loads going on there today and uh, all that other stuff so if, if there was if there was something that you could summarize up like the last 12 months or sort of like a word of wisdom that you would have for, for someone out there that's watching this um that's that's got like this driving being like fuck it you know what this whole this whole let's call it like this whole one-man empire mentality like I'm, I'm 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 doing this i'm trying to take back control i want to get consistency in what would be the one thing that you would say to anyone watching this you'd be like right fuck it this is this is this is the thing that you've got to do first this is the thing that you've got to do next this is the thing that you can do to take back control as part of life business and all that sort of stuff yeah i mean i think if if you're out there on on your own now as a as a as a business owner as you say it, it is a very lonely place to be um and you need to be if you want your business to thrive you need to be you need to surround yourself with people that are, have got a similar mindset to you um a similar drive and uh you know can hold you accountable um 
And I would suggest that probably one of the best ways of doing that is getting involved with the One Man Empire. So if, if you are thinking about getting involved um, with uh, Charlie and Emma and the One Man Empire and the Fellowship, I would say go for it. Um, yes, you know, there is, there, there is a financial investment there. But for us, I mean, I don't even think about it now. Um, it's half the cost of Jill. Um, and, you know, I get hundreds and hundreds of um, times of value back from that. So um, I, I don't think you can do this on your own. Um, you need support from somewhere. Otherwise, it's an extremely lonely place. And, and the people that are giving you advice outside of that environment, it's not necessarily the best advice. And it's usually driven by their own, uh, by their own agenda. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I quite often will have um, fairly candid conversations with, with other drone operators. Um, I'm not going to say staff, but um, uh, certainly other people that are involved in the business. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're always, they're always motivated by making sure they've got a job or, you know, <laughs> or motivated, motivated by the fact that, you know, there could potentially be some collaboration or some labeling yeah. or, or whatever. So, um, the fellowship has been great in that, you know, you can have these open and honest conversations. And last year was a very challenging year for us for a number of reasons, both personally and professionally. Um, and, um, I was able to smash through all of that because of the support that I had around me. So, um, yeah, go for it. I would say matt that is fucking awesome my friend and um like you say it's funny you forget sometimes or sometimes you can have conversations with people and whether it's a staff member and they're going to give you that skewed advice because they want to make sure that they finish at 3 30 in the afternoon or whatever the fuck it might be or like you say it's someone else in the same industry that doesn't might not want you to do something or it could be someone at home that's got the hidden agenda in terms of how it works it's um it's crazy, isn't it, how you don't necessarily realize that the people or the advice that you're currently getting is coming through that, that warped lens based on someone else sort of like a hidden agenda, which is, as you say, it's, it's awesome. So, Matt, um, it's been fantastic having you on, matey. I think we're going to do this again, and we might dive into uh, some of the stories on the set of Transformers. I know there's some absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> Read the book. Read the awesome book. Best-selling best author. Matt, we, have, we haven't talked about that, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm going to quickly, before we close <laughs> this one down... That, that's something that's been absolutely amazing that you've done over sort of like the last 12 months since you, you've been involved in this. So, so talk, talk, us, talk us quickly through that, Matt. Talk us through that. <coughs> and yeah, just, just give us a lowdown on, on the book. Yeah, so about, uh, about seven months ago, there was some uh, talk at one of the think tank meetings. Um, I think somebody was uh, writing a book or had written a book. And I know, obviously, you've written a couple yourself. Um, and we were talking about how uh, this could be potentially the ultimate, ultimate business card you've ever had. So um, I was uh, very lucky enough. We've got an American uh, client who runs cruise ships all over the world. So um, I was lucky enough to get... Uh, parachuted onto this um metaphorically speaking riverboat <laughs> cruise down the uh down the rhine um into austria and uh i was only flying at sunrise and sunset so i had nothing yeah. to do so i thought i'll write a book um and uh, so i did i wrote a book called unmanned and um basically that just uh it's a collection of memoirs really um from the drone space right at the very very start um, uh, with a thread of aviation tying it all together because I've always yeah. been into aviation. Um, so wrote this book, got it out there, and it has been absolutely fantastic. Um, just, the, just the other day I was speaking to a client that um, 
uh, just suddenly announced that they were like halfway through the book and they were loving it. Um, I had uh, somebody else at a counter drone workshop um, who went off with a copy and had loads of good feedback. So yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, I sort of I find myself keep justifying it to people, but uh, yeah, it's been um, it's been really good, really really positive thing to do. Um, yeah, that's awesome, Matt. And- a big believer here in terms of like when when no one else is doing something in an industry in terms of being like that's the best time to do anything so going left which this fucking hell i can't even work my left and my right going left when everyone else is going right out that differentiation and all that sort of stuff which is absolutely amazing and um, i love it in any sort of industry when you can put yourself in a position and being like right fuck it you want everyone else being like who does this guy think he is uh, yeah that's sort definitely of been some of that yeah definitely been some of that um but uh, yeah it's 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 definitely been um you know a hundred percent positive experience so yeah it's been really good that's awesome matt well matt it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today i'm super super excited to hear what the uh, the next 12 months hold absolute awesome to have you involved as part of the fellowship the one man empire community and all of that stuff so matt i'm gonna let you go my friend and uh, everyone else i'll look forward to seeing you very very soon Okay, my friend, you've just finished today's daily declaration. Now it's time for your level up and join the other smart, ambitious men inside of this movement by heading over to www.theonemanempire.com right now.